deals in money. We are constantly seeking deals in money as real estate investors. And I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success in real estate. And follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals, or you can follow up with your investors. And you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners, then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Followup Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial, twice the length of the normal trial. For a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Do things before you feel ready to do them. Best ever listeners, I'm excited to introduce you to our newest host that we're bringing on to the team. His name is Slocum Reed, along with myself and Ash. Slocum will be providing value to every interview he does. I've known Slocum for years, and I've watched his portfolio continue to grow. He currently owns and operates 65 units, including converting three units into an office building. So he's an owner-operator. He's coming from certainly a different perspective than I have. I know he's going to bring his expertise and cut through the fluff and get the best real estate investing advice ever for you. So welcome, Slocum Reed. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Slocum Reed, and I'm here with Johnny Wolf. Johnny is joining us from Kansas City, Missouri. He's the founder of Homeroom, which helps investors invest remotely in co-living single-family homes. He has a personal portfolio of 22 units, and Homeroom has helped investors invest in over 750 units within those single-family homes. Johnny, I normally ask people for a little bit about their background and what their current focus is, but I really feel like we need to dive into an explanation of the platform of Homeroom and how this investment strategy works. So I want to catch our listeners up to the conversation we had before we started recording. Homeroom is a platform for investors who are doing a quote-unquote rent-by-the-bedroom of single-family homes. Fix me where I'm wrong and help us understand how it is that this platform works. That's right on the money. The way we like to say it is we're a real estate investment platform that increases investors' rent by 50%. We do this by enabling them to invest in homes remotely and rent out each room separately. Let's unpack that. Enabling investors to invest remotely. Which aspects of the investment process are you working on? Are you identifying the properties that need to be purchased? 
Yes, sir. So we have a okay. data, my co-founder, Mike, is a data scientist from Airbnb. And so he's built a data layer that actually helps us identify homes for increased returns in a couple of ways. One is appreciation potential, and that's based on a number of kind of basically math type things that he does to identify immigration from one city to another, population growth. There's a lot of other variables there. But the biggest thing that he focuses on is how much can you rent a bedroom for? And in that specific area, in that specific city, specific zip code. So we're essentially saying, hey, if we buy this house and we rent it by the room, you can get 50% more on average. And so some of the time it's more, sometimes it's a bit less. But the goal is really using a different approach increases investors yield. So I'm going to make a bunch of assumptions to move the conversation faster for our best ever listeners. Johnny, you guys have a method for identifying single family homes where there's a lot of profit potential in renting them by the room. You identify those for your investors. You facilitate the purchase of that home by one of your investors. And then you're involved in the management of that asset for the investor, helping them find bedroom tenants and then the ongoing management when the property is leased. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. So it's kind of like turnkey provider meets Airbnb platform. Yeah, we found that roommate houses, if they're a specific form factor, they do a lot better. And we're really good at finding those houses. So we essentially have taken Airbnb marketplace, meet turnkey provider. We'll help you find that exact house. We do have a number of people that already have houses and they'll just put them on our platform, just like Airbnb. But we we find that investors buying homes means it's exactly right. It's perfectly selected. Gotcha. I'd like to be frank, Johnny. Sure. Where is your profitability coming from in this process? You're helping investors identify, purchase, and manage. So are you taking management fees? Where is the profitability for you as an actor in this space? Yeah, we make money in two ways. So by facilitating the transaction, we have partners that will help the investor find or essentially purchase and set up the property. And that's an agent, an interior designer, a lender, and a contractor. And so we actually will make lead generation fees from those partners who help the investor. In addition to that, we have a 15% ongoing platform fee. So we'll raise the rent 50% and then we'll take 15% ongoing. We don't charge a lease up fee though. So it ends up being not that much more expensive than a typical property manager. I need better frame of reference for the kinds of properties that you are identifying. The first place that my mind went I'm an investor and a real estate agent in Cincinnati, Ohio. And the first thing that comes to mind with rent by the bedroom is student rentals, particularly around the University of Cincinnati. And ain't nobody in Cincinnati hiring an interior designer for those student rentals. Everybody's going to tell you that's a waste of money. Just get it rented. Students aren't going to care anyways. And most of them are bringing their own furniture. These are unfurnished. So I need a mindset shift to understand here. Generally speaking, what are your target markets in terms of what metro areas, but also what are the target demographics for the best renters for this kind of situation to maintain profitability and stability for your investors? So that's one of the common questions that we get pretty universally is that, hey, are these like 20-year-olds that are just going to burn my house to the ground, essentially? That's where my mind went. (laughs) Yeah, if you went to college you're like i don't want to rent to my 20 year old self no one does 
the average age at Homer is actually 29. So Why one not? of the things that we've seen from a demographic shift standpoint is that more people are living with roommates than ever before. Between 18 and 35, 26% of people are living with roommates today in the United States. So people are delaying marriage. They're in a lot of student debt. They're trying to get out of that student debt. Income has not kept pace with housing prices. So more and more people are living like this. And so we have a ton of people who are like, I don't really want to live in a studio apartment before I get married for 15 years. And then, so they live with roommates. We actually don't, we're 21 and over. So we don't typically house students. It's very rare, but yeah, it's mostly young professionals. So it's definitely different. You can see the house behind me on my Zoom. I'm not sure if the listeners can, but that's one of our properties. It's beautiful, stainless steel, interior designed. People stay for a couple of years. We very, very rarely use full deposits when people leave. Gotcha. I am a Cincinnati, Ohio-based investor. Everything I'm hearing you say makes me think that you are in higher cost of living areas. And with my knowledge, albeit limited, of different metro areas where housing situations like this for people in their late 20s who have decent income, the first place that comes to mind is Seattle. Are you guys primarily in markets like Seattle? Where is your platform most predominant right now? Our biggest market is actually Kansas City. So that's Kansas City. Yeah. So that's another knee jerk to kind of what we're doing is that this is probably only needed in Seattle, New York, San Francisco, LA, the places where apartments are like three to 5,000 a month. What I found, and I lived in San Francisco for about 10 years after college, moved to Austin, then moved to Kansas City, where I started homeroom. I found like a universal kind of need for rent by the room housing. So we started in Kansas City. That's our biggest population. We're in places like Olathe. We actually got a message from Topeka recently where they want us to come to Topeka, Kansas. So the need for this type of housing is actually pretty universal because even in cheaper areas, people would prefer to pay 50% of rent. So that's the other side of the coin. With homeroom, the rooms are typically 50% of the price of a studio apartment in the same neighborhood. So if you have student debt, you want to save money for your next life stage, this is a really good way to live. And we'll actually be in Ohio. <laughs> Not too long. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. When it comes to scaling your real estate business, is lack of capital holding you back? Raising private capital on demand can be a major challenge, but you can get the knowledge and tools you need to succeed when you attend Dana Cornell's four-week Raise Capital Masterclass Live. After starting out with no capital or relationships, Dana has raised over $1 billion twice in the past 20 years. And he has made it his mission to share the best of what he's learned with business owners and investors like you. You can learn more at danacornell.com forward slash best ever. Dana's Raise Capital Masterclass Live allows you to immediately unlock and raise capital on demand, drastically increasing your business's growth. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, go to danacornell.com forward slash best ever to enroll today. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at passiveinvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. Passiveinvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. 
They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investor Guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Johnny, thinking through the variables involved in this, understanding, of course, you have some really solid algorithms and data for understanding this kind of stuff. A room in your houses costs half as much as a studio. Rent by the room being able to increase the rent the property would experience by 50%. It sounds like you'd have to be pretty picky about the markets that you invest in in order to be successful with this. You said it's predominantly Kansas City. Is that because Kansas City is your backyard and that's the market that you understand best? Or are there particular attributes to the Kansas City MSA that lend itself to this kind of investing? We actually think it could be in any city. So we're in seven metros today. We expanded to Dallas. It's our second biggest presence. Austin, San Antonio, Tampa, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. We're also launching in Phoenix currently, and we're looking at Raleigh. So we think one thing that is universally better is that more rent for investors is better. So people are investing in all these cities today. And what would be better for them is if they got 50% more rent than they're getting. So our goal is to be in a thousand cities in the United States. We think it's universally needed for tenants. And we think investors who invest in usually in most cities, they could make more money with our model. Gotcha. The metros that you just listed are all seeing explosive population growth. And there are areas where demand is far outpacing supply. I guess what I'm hearing you say is, This has the potential to work everywhere. So I'm sure our best ever listeners, at least some of them are asking, would this work in my market or how would I identify a house where I could do this? What advice do you have for someone who wants to find a property that makes sense to rent by the room? I think a bit larger typically is better. You're going to do better with four plus bedrooms most of the time making sure there's enough parking in the property, enough shared bathrooms. Those are kind of the core things that Homeroom looks for. I personally would recommend someone work with us. I know it sounds self-serving, but it's typically worth it to partner with us. I don't think the markets can have explosive growth. We actually talk to investors and say, what's your returns parameter that you prefer? We have markets like Austin where you are seeing explosive growth, but the cash yield is really suppressed. Then there's markets like Pittsburgh that the population is actually flat and sometimes a bit down in different zip codes. So that's a higher yield market, but you'll still get more rent there. So it just really depends on what flavor of investor you are. If you want to build your net worth, then markets like Austin, Tampa, Phoenix are really, really powerful. If you're looking for passive income and you want to juice your returns by getting more rent, then Kansas City, Tampa, Indianapolis are all really good choices. So it really depends on you. It really depends on what you're looking for out of real estate. That's one of the things that's really cool about real estate. It's kind of a stock and a bond at the same time. So you can choose what kind of mix of stock and bond performance do you want based on the city you're in with homerooms model or with any model. Gotcha. 
what are the mistakes you guys have made along the way? What are the struggles that you've had and the lessons you've had to learn resulting? Yeah, there's a lot of mistakes. I've been real estate investing since 2008, personally, mostly out of state. And I started managing my own properties in 2015. And you manage two or three properties and you think like you kind of understand it. And then when you scale to a kind of a larger velocity, you realize that you don't. So we not being someone that's like intimately familiar with construction, the operation side was a piece that we were not amazing at until about a year ago. And we brought on someone that really understood it well. So navigating frozen pipes in Dallas, burst pipes in Dallas, when you have limited property operations experience is a challenge. So I think respecting property operations and not respecting enough was probably a, a mistake we definitely made. Gotcha. And the solution, the lesson learned is bring on operators or managers who understand the local market, the needs of local buildings to help you investing remotely with your operations. Yeah, I think so. We're actually fully remote. So our operator, we brought in from mine to, and part of it, what they've done is remotely supervised most operations and they've done that really effectively. And so we partner with local operators, but we've learned how to do that remotely. So what you said is I think exactly correct, but we've done it with kind of a bit of a one level above. Gotcha. Well, Johnny, are you ready for our best ever lightning round? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Great. What is the best ever book you've recently read? The 50th Law by 50 Cent. It's about taking big risks and being fearless. And I really love that book. Cool. What's your best ever way to give back? I like to help other folks that are working on kind of creating a business. It's a very difficult road in the first couple of years. And, that, and definitely like punched me in the face for a long time. Still kind of does on occasion. But yeah, helping a few folks. We recently went through Y Combinator. There's a few kind of companies that are in the casing area that are looking to try to go through that program as well. And so helping them kind of prep for that and think it through as well as helping other friends that are building businesses. Outside of operations, Johnny, what is the biggest struggle you've faced in scaling your homeroom platform? Yeah, I think building a team is really, can be a challenge, right? The first year or two, we had challenges kind of everywhere and then put a lot of time into building just the right team. And the last year we've grown uh, 600%. So it's interesting how real the struggle is until you have the right team in place across the board. Once that happens, things can kind of click and then you can really take off. So it's been a very exciting like last year. Gotcha. 600% growth in a year. Do you attribute that just to growing your team or what other factors are involved in that? It's a lot of different pieces, but the unit economics, we figured out leasing Fully remotely, 90% of the folks that live with Homeroom never see a property before they sign a lease because we have virtual tours, an online team that actually will do video calls with them. And then we figured out the investor messaging around why it was a better deal for them, why they'd make more money and our process for getting those properties set up. So there's a number of different pieces that are flowing into the ecosystem. Once you have all of them in place, it works really well. But if you have a missing piece, you're kind of like flailing around a little bit. So yeah, it was just... Right team, right messaging around you at sales, essentially. Johnny, what is your best ever advice? Best ever advice is, I think, do things before you feel ready to do them. Nice. And where can people get in touch with you? They can get in touch with me at johnny at livehomeroom.com. That's my email. And livehomeroom.com is our website. Great. And those links are available in the show notes. 
Johnny, thank you. And best ever listeners, thank you as well. If you've gained value from this conversation, please subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who you think could gain value from learning about this investment concept in the platform homeroom. Thank you and have a best ever day.